Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Eric Sufer, and I'm here with Maurer Sadra, the CEO of Incremental. Before we start, in the interest of full disclosure, I am an investor in Incremental. Maurer, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Eric? I'm doing very well. It's great to be in touch again. So let's talk product. What does your product do? So Incrementa product is a, first of all, it's a SaaS platform. It allows companies to measure the actual incremental value of their marketing activities. It means if you basically increased ad spend on a Facebook campaign, is it actually creating incremental value or are, is it just getting credit because that's how attribution works? Now, companies are utilizing the product to measure things that we never really thought they would be measuring. So companies are measuring the impact of influencer marketing spends, of TV activities, of new promotions, a product launch on their side. Yeah, that's kind of like the main use case of the platform measurement. And who is your typical customer? So I would say typically it's a B2C company spending anywhere from 100K to $50 million a month. That's kind of like the clientele. Often it would be a company that understands the caveats of attribution and wants to evolve the marketing into actual measurements. Now I would say when it comes to verticals, it's a little bit of everything. So e-commerce, gaming, fintech, entertainment, lifestyle products, travel uh, products as well. It could be mobile app first companies. It could be web first companies. And we even just recently launched a retailer who's actually doing sales both online and in store and using the product to measure. Got it. And what kind of segments do your customers fall across? Uh, segments is in verticals. Yeah. Platform centricity, uh, operational models. Well, I would say again, the majority of them are B2C and are typically either using their products to sell online via mobile or via web. We've seen a little bit of everything. So again, in-app purchases, web purchases, store purchases, subscription models. So it really does vary. But I would say, again, the, the problem we're answering these companies is the measurement problem. Mm -hmm. And how large is a typical customer in terms of revenues or in terms of ad spend? Yeah, so it's like the smallest, the co smallest customer on the platform has a spend of about $80,000 a month, and it's quite seasonal usually, you know. Uh, largest ones have $50 million a month in average with a peak of $90 million a month. Those are obviously pretty large companies that spend on hundreds, if not thousands of channels uh, across multiple countries, multiple verticals. And yeah, the platform allows them to measure things by clicking a button. Can you walk us through a specific customer use case? Yeah, I would say um, so. The two greatest use cases we see almost across the boards are either iOS measurements. So companies who are struggling with iOS post ATT and want to understand, hey, what is my marketing on iOS generating in terms of impact? Because they cannot rely on the ways they use in the past. So those type of companies will typically on board with us and one of the first use cases they'll see is understand, okay, what is the actual value I'm getting from my marketing channels? Are the, the, the decision I made when it comes to budget allocation correct, incorrect? Am I actually getting the value I think from this channel or that channel? That's kind of like a very, very known use case we see all the time. And then there's the other top use case we see, and that definitely depends on the type of customer, which is TV advertising. So. With TV advertising, if you are a digital always-on product who's also advertising on TV, measurement was not just close to impossible, was very painful and very expensive. You would need to usually run control groups, survey panels to understand if your TV advertising actually had 
any significant impact in your marketing performance. Now, for those companies, the benefit is they can now measure advertising activities by, again, clicking a button, roughly waiting two minutes and getting the results. For them, this is like a huge, huge change in the way they were able to operate because rather than wait a quarter, spend a couple of millions of dollars on linear TV advertising, and then I understand what should we do different. They can measure while the campaign is on and make budget allocation decisions, basic optimization, almost the same way they would have done on digital channels. Got it. And at what point in a company's workflow or like a specific team's job activity would they use incremental? Well, when we started the company, kind of like the niche of clients would have been the ones who are mature enough to understand that attribution is not the full picture. And if you take the uh, very famous case from 2017, where Uber's team understood that 80% of their ad spend was pretty much redundant, they reached this like maturity level where they understood that attribution is a great product, but it doesn't actually answer the measurement problem. Now, when you look at today's world, it's a lot more companies who are now looking for such solutions. Hence, I would say some of the smaller customers we have is right now, because of the iOS changes, if you're a mobile app company and you're hoping to advertise on iOS, the available measurement tools in the market when it comes to attribution really don't give you a good enough picture. So incrementality gained a lot of popularity. That was, I would say, kind of like our lucky break is that right now the audience of potential customers um, grew exponentially thanks to the privacy-related changes in the industry. Got it. And what is the output that the users of your product, you know, the people directly working it, what is the output that they're expecting from the product? The output they're expecting or the output they see? Well, sorry, the, the output that they see, the output that they get from the product. Okay, so there's pretty much two personas typically using the product. One could be a marketing person and one could be a data science or a marketing analyst. Now, the way we built the results screen was exactly for those two personas. So for the marketing person, it's a fairly simplified result, okay? You run a measurement. Let's say you started the campaign on Google and you spent $10,000. You're going to measure it and you're going to see how much incremental conversions how many incremental whatever KPI you want and how much incremental whatever other KPI you want to see were generated or caused by this specific activity. Now, for a marketing person, this is very similar to the measurement they were used to. It means I spent 10K, I got X amount of conversions, but now we're talking incremental terms. We're not talking about attributed terms. Now, for the data science, the results really reveal the model. It means how did our model reach this specific result? There is a SaaS provider, we chose to give full transparency into the methodology. So what is the coefficiency? What models did we use? How much training period we use? What is the validation? What is the confidence interval we're using? And essentially show exactly what kind of parameters and variables we're taking into consideration to come up with the specific result. I would say that data science typically would use our product to answer a different question, which is what will happen when we make this change in the future, more like a planning tool or a media mix modeling tool. While our product deals with a retrospective prediction, what would have happened if you didn't make this change in the past? Got it. And what results do customers typically get from a business objective standpoint? Like what does this allow for them to do that they couldn't do without it? Yeah, really depends on the company strategy. So we have use cases of companies who manage to scale up ad spend while literally reducing the cost per acquisition. So that's, you know, a pretty incredible use case. 
But we also have companies who are looking to just reduce waste, means cut their advertising spend while lowering the cost per acquisition, keeping the same volume. That's another use case. And then, you know, we have companies who are scaling and their cost per acquisition is going up, but it's going up within reason. And that's usually a question we ask companies on day one of onboarding. Hey, what is your strategy? And sometimes we have a fairly direct question. Would you spend another million dollars tomorrow on marketing if it landed your results that are 20% above your cost per acquisition goal? Would you do it if it's 50%? Would you do it if it's 100%? So we typically try to understand what is the company's marketing strategy? Because in our perspective, measurement is not a strategy. Measurement is a tool for a company to reach its actual strategy. And that's where I would say we try to help when it comes to the onboarding. We don't really do services, but we do onboard the customers and help them how to use the platform to get the value out of the platform. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv.